Part 1. What Price a Storgasm? At Walmart's 1992 general meeting, company founder Sam Walton asked his shareholders to stand and sing God Bless America. The 15,000 Walmartians responded emotionally to Sam's call, even though Mr. Walton had been dead for two months. Walton's request to the stockholder-come-revival meeting in rural Arkansas, channeled through an executive, spotlit and on bended knee, speaking to the departed deity of retail, was not surprising. Walmart is the most patriotic flag-waving company in America. Until you look under the flags, stores are decked out like a war rally with stars and stripes hung from the ceiling and cardboard eagles shrieking, Buy America! But one independent group sampled 105,000 store items and found only 17% made in the USA items. Many Googaws on sales carts marked Made in America came from such red, white, and blue locales as Honduras and Indonesia. Walmart's annual sales far exceed the GDP of the old Warsaw Pact. Where does all that stuff come from? Avid Walmart shopper Wu Hongda can tell you. Harry Wu is famous in the United States, although he escaped China after 19 years in a prison camp for counter-revolutionary views, Wu conned his way back into the prisons to document Lao Gai, the misery of forced labor. In 1995, Wu was caught and rejailed, then released again after an international campaign. Wu told me another part of the tale that no U.S. television station would report. Just before his last arrest, he set up a fake commercial front and sent a confederate to Guangdong province, posing as a wholesale clothes buyer looking to contract with Shantou Garment Trading Company. The trading company uses factories in both Shantou town and within nearby Jiayang prison. Shantou gave Wu's operatives references from another customer, Walmart. I asked Walmart directly if they used incarcerated gangs in Guangdong to stitch T-shirts, breaking U.S. law. The company responded inscrutably that its contracts prohibit slaves, prisoners, or little children from making its products. How does Walmart know if company contractors with plants in China's gulag use captive labor? They can't know. Wu's associate was told Chinese authorities prohibit monitoring production inside the prison. Of course, asking Walmart if shirts are made by workers shackled or free is merely playing China's game. To the workers, whether inside or outside the barbed wire enclosures, China is a prison economy. What wage can a worker expect when competing prison factories pay an effective wage of zero? and when the price for complaining about the system is made so starkly visible. Wu, now back in the United States, continues to shop at Walmart, just to check labels. He has discovered bicycles, condoms, and other necessities manufactured by the Chinese People's Liberation Army under the aptly named brand New Order. Outside China, who makes the dirt-cheap clothes? The answer depends on how you define children. When reporters confronted CEO David Glass with photos of 14-year-old children locked in his Bangladesh factories, he said, Your definition of children 
may be different from mine. But those were the bad old days back in 1992, before Walmart published its Code of Conduct, which ended contractor abuses. Or maybe not. According to the highly reliable National Labor Committee of New York, Walmart contractor Beximco paid teenage seamstresses in Bangladesh 18 cents an hour and their helpers 14 cents an hour for an 80-hour, seven-day week. That's half the legal minimum wage and way beyond the legal work week of 60 hours. Walmart told me this could not happen, but the company has a bad habit of trying to put one over on reporters. In 1994, former Wall Street Journal reporter Bob Ortega, author of the fearsome expose in Sam We Trust, was taken on a dog-and-pony show of Walmart's Guatemalan contract factories filled with smiling adult workers. But Ortega had arrived secretly two weeks earlier to speak with the child seamstresses hidden from the official tour. Later, human rights activists flew Guatemalan Wendy Diaz to the United States, where she testified about the sweatshop where, as a 13-year-old, she earned 30 cents an hour making Walmart label clothes. Regarding abuse of child workers, I tried but failed to reach Walmart's former lawyer, Hillary Rodham. We now call her Senator Clinton, but Sam just called her My Little Lady when he appointed her to the Walmart Board of Directors, a well-paid honor left off her official White House biography.